The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to continue our study about following Jesus in Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. So if you have access to a Bible, go find it, open it up, and join us today as we consider His Word. Very quickly, I want to remind you about our website at considerhisword.org. At our website, you'll find many resources there, many Bible resources You'll also find some information about our ministry and about our work here at the Big Cypress Indian Reservation. You'll also find a link that says, Contact Us. We would love to hear from you. And if you would click on that link, you can send us a note, tell us where you're hearing the program today. And if you'll send us an address, we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. We send out many of these, and we'd love for you to have one as well. Now, the prayer journal is just a little notebook that fits into a shirt, shirt pocket. It'll fit into a purse or easily into a Bible case or something like that. And there you can write down your prayer requests, your personal prayer requests. Or when somebody says, pray for me, you can pull out your little notebook and write it down. And they have an assurance that you will remember to pray for them. I take mine with me to church on Wednesday night when we have our prayer meeting. And there I write down the, our prayer requests as I hear them. And then I'm able to pray for those prayer requests all week long. It's also exciting to go back and mark off where you see that God has answered those prayers. That's why we call it a prayer journal. And so just somebody write to us. We'll send you one of these. They're absolutely free. We're not going to send you a bunch of uh, junk mail in your mailbox about asking for money or your email box uh, asking for money. And we just don't do that. We just love to get one of these journals into your hand. And so you can contact us through the website, considerhisword.org. You can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com, or you can write to us here on the reservation at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, last week we started a study about following the Savior from Matthew chapter 16. And I would remind you that you can go back to the website and hear the earlier messages in this series. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to take us uh, two or three, maybe even four weeks, but you can go back and hear all of the messages in this series at the website. Again, considerhisword.org. Matthew chapter 16, Jesus was talking, and he said these words, 
beginning in verse 24, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is it a man profited if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? It's particularly verse 24 that we're looking at where Jesus said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You know, Jesus many times asked people to follow him. Individually, he asked several of the disciples. He told Remember, James and John, he said, if you'll follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Remember, he went up to Matthew and simply said the words, follow me. And I would ask you this question today. Are you following the Savior? Would you consider yourself a follower of Jesus Christ? You know, to follow him means that we've got to learn about him. Jesus asked one time, or he said, learn of me. And so we must learn about him. How many people have come to the Lord, maybe, and they're trusting Christ as their Savior, but they know little about Jesus or about what he was like? And there is so much misinformation about there, out there about what Jesus was like. You know, he revealed himself to us in his word. You just go back and read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. They'll tell you all about Jesus. I'll tell you another book, great book that tells you about Jesus is Hebrews. Now, any of these books, we can learn about him not only learn about him, but learn of him. And in following him, we give him first place. You know, he said, if you're going to follow me, you've got to deny yourself. And I'll tell you, that's difficult sometimes. That when those moments come, that it comes between what I want to do and I know what God wants me to do. Sometimes it's hard to deny ourselves and put Jesus first. And then do he do what he asks of you? You may be having that struggle right now. Do I do what I know is right and what I know the Bible says, or I do what I want to do? You realize that when you say, I'm going to do what I want to do, that's sin. That you're putting yourself first, you're putting yourself before God. It's pride. Our, our, our world is so full of this kind of a pride of me first. But to, not, to deny ourselves and put Jesus first is difficult. I think it's a commitment we've got to make every day. That today I'm going to do the best I can to follow Jesus and obey him and do what he says. Now, as you read the Gospels, you'll find that there were several different kinds of followers of Christ. At least this is how I categorize them. And I want to talk about one of these particular today, and then we'll get to the others later. But when Jesus said, you've got to deny yourself and follow me, we see many people who claim to know Christ, but they're only trying to take advantage of them some, in some way. Now, maybe it's just heaven alone. They just want Jesus to go to heaven, forget all of the rest. I'll do what I want. I'll live what I, how I want to live. You know, the problem with that is that there's no repentance. When we come to Christ, we've got to come in repentance, turning away from our sin, turning away from ourselves and putting him first. 
And I'm sure you've met many of these people who claim to follow Jesus, but they're only trying to take advantage of him in some way, and they're living any way that they want to. I'm afraid that sometimes there are imitations, followers of Christ that come into our churches that are looking for some other agenda. I believe this happens with sometimes with politicians. Oh, they'll come to your church, and they might even look like they're praying and talking about Jesus, and they'll say the praise the Lord's and the amens, but have no interest in Christ at all other than maybe gathering some votes. It's kind of sad. We've had that happen around here. Politicians that show up, and all they're interested in is the votes they can get, but they're not followers of Jesus, or they're imitation followers, I should say. Oh, they'll, they'll claim to be followers, but they don't read the Word. They don't pray. They only come to church when they think it's to their advantage. I've seen salesmen do this. <laughs> we had a man one time coming to our church that had pocketfuls of vitamins. And boy, he would be at church every time and talk about Jesus. And the whole time he was trying to peddle these vitamins out of his pockets. Well, this imitation follower of Christ, I think Judas is a good example of that imitation follower. Let me read about it. Let's go over to for a moment to John chapter 13. And here it tells us a little bit more about Judas and about what Judas was really like. Now, Judas knew Jesus, and he knew what Judas was like. Jesus knew Judas from the very beginning. And yet, here Judas appeared to follow the Lord. In John 13, let me start reading in verse 21. The Bible says, When Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I send you that one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spake. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. He then lying on Jesus' breast said unto him, Lord, who is it? (laughs) You know, Judas had him so full, they didn't know who he was. When Jesus said, somebody will betray me, they didn't know who it was. And Jesus said in verse 26, Jesus answered him, It is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. This was quite a revelation to them. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, that thou doest do quickly. No man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag that Jesus had said to him, buy those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. He then, having received the sop, went immediately out, and it was night. Now, we know what happened. Judas went out and for 30 pieces of silver betrayed the Lord to the Pharisees. He was a betrayer. He was an imitation follower. Now, he did follow Jesus around the country. We see many times uh, at different times when Jesus was healing or when, remember when that time when Mary came and broke an alabaster box of ointment to uh, anoint Jesus' feet. uh, Judas was there. You know, they, they had so much faith in Judas that they let him carry the bag. He was the treasurer of the group. They had no idea that he was an imitation follower of Christ. Boy, I'll tell you, Judas must have been a good actor because he had gained the confidence of the other disciples, but 
every time we see that he had ulterior motives. It seems like every time that the Bible speaks about Judas, it had to do with money. Uh, time and again, it, it, would, it seemed his concern was about money. Go back to John 12 for a minute and, and verse 6, where the Bible said that, well, let me back up. Then said one of his disciples, Jesus Scarlet, Simon's son, that should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Now, we have the benefit of Scripture to tell us what Judas was like, but he was an imitation follower. He wasn't following Jesus to learn of him. He was following Jesus to steal from him. Many times he would be seen walking with Jesus, and I think must have had a sense of pride about him, maybe a proudful look about him. And I'll tell you what, eventually the imitator follower of Jesus will always be revealed. Jesus knew who Judas was the whole time. And I got news. He knows news for you. He knows that imitation follower too. Judas was revealed when he betrayed Jesus. And I got news for you that imitators will betray you too. Well, they might fool us, but they don't fool the Lord. They'll talk the talk and they'll walk the walk. Some even become preachers, charlatans we call them. And they have kind of a phony faith that will reveal when they can no longer walk the talk. There's going to come a time that that imitator is revealed. You, can't, you might fool people, but you won't fool Jesus. He knows your heart. Don't be an imitation follower. Be a true follower of Christ. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.